comic books. They're a hell of a town. <laughs> How's it going, everybody out there? Uh, I'm actually comics. My name is Tristan, and I'm joined, as always, by my squirt drinking friend there, Bob. <laughs> His grapefruit soda, <sighs> disgusting. Um, it's actually really good. It's thirst quenching. Oh, there you go. And caffeine free. And I apologize for any entendre that that sounded like. Uh, it's just gross. I will back as far away from the microphone when I drink it as possible Perfect. so as not to get any like gross just, sound You know effects. what? <laughs> the less said the better at this yeah. point. Okay. Uh, <laughs> hey, we're back after a long a long pause. Everybody got sick. Uh, <laughs> we had one that we were back and then I had vacation. Yep. So there was I got COVID and then I got vacation. My God. <laughs> like, you con you contracted two separate diseases. Uh, COVID and vacation. And vacation. Terrifying. All I ever wanted. Oh God, I know. Yeah. Holiday Road. <laughs> uh yeah, let's talk about comics. I don't think I yeah. read a goddamn thing this week. I, I did more skimming than reading, I'll be honest. Luckily you read things. But I did go through almost everything there's only one comic i can see here that i read i even went through the star and wars it's one comic. that i read like 20 years ago so that oh, doesn't i know count. which one it is uh okay 20th century men number one uh this has a lot of like really respected people saying it's amazing i found it to be sort of confusing but i can appreciate what they're doing which is like some kind of multi-genre mashup of like war comic, historical comic, like horror comic. It's it was crazy. There seems to be a lot of mech action. There is the... a specific mech. Okay. It's like a right. Russian tank man. It's a cool design. Yeah, it's cool. I very much enjoy the design of the particular of this mech. Yeah. In in particular but it's yeah, like basically like good. there's like superheroes in it too like the president is a superhero huh. and there's like this but it's also like sort of like historical fiction and the art styles are really consistent but varied within it was a very interesting comic um the guy from Ice Cream Man was like, this is the best comic I've ever read. Oh, wow. Well, yeah. that's a thing that I would yeah. respect. Yeah, he was into it. Um, man, speaking of speaking of comics, remember Wild Cards came out like two weeks ago, three weeks ago? Well, whenever because no, I had COVID. I can't remember but... when Wild Cards came out, but it yeah. came out a few weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I had one of my customers explain it to me because I didn't know. I had never heard of this thing before in my yeah. life. Yeah. Because at this point in my life, I was pretty much exclusively all about music and didn't care about any other genre of anything at that at the point when that came out yeah. and it was apparently a sensation in the in the fiction world for like superhero fiction yeah it was a it was a series of novels that were edited by George R R Martin yes that were uh this crazy science fiction version of superhero stuff Felt very much like the Golden Age, the James Robinson yeah. comic. Yeah. Like a really true to life, down and gritty version of superhero reality. It like I I started reading it after someone told me about it. I was like, I want to check this out. And I got really engrossed in it. It's like about the McCarthy hearings. Oh, cool. Like it's essentially the the superheroes go through these the McCarthy hearings essentially because a lot of them are communists and there's all this insane shit I'm really excited about that series now yeah. i had no idea i didn't i, I didn't see it by i yeah i think it came out when i had covid and i didn't see it but um but that definitely seems to me like a push by marvel to be like 
oh, it's probably time for this shit to get optioned. Well, and I hope what happens is that they go and reprint the older stuff I because sure hope so. There's some early Mignola work in the Wild Cards comics that came out in the oh, early I didn't know that 90s. there were comics. Yeah, they oh. had comics as well, and and they're fucking expensive as back issues. Oh, really? Because I was trying to like beef up and collect my... Um, that seems like something that Marvel would be doing. Yeah, I hope that they do, because uh, there's some of those that I definitely really want to read, and specifically, I just want them to be available so that the back issues get cheaper. Yeah. <laughs> that uh, maybe there's a sweet spot between like when they reprint it and when it gets optioned as a film, and exactly. I might be able to <laughs> afford that one that Mignola drew. Right in the middle. Uh, Above Snakes, number two. I didn't read this one, but I read the first one, and I thought it was like more enjoyable than I would have thought for a Western book, because I'm not a Western fan. I really like it. I think the coloring is fucking phenomenal The coloring on this. is genius. Yeah. Yes. So it's like a super psychedelic palette Western, yep. but it's with a, a POC a protagonist yep. um and very the first issue is very cool i because the i enjoyed the first issue as much i did not even skim this one other than to just kind of give it like a real quick flip but this looks great yeah and, and like we've got amazing spider-man annual number one uh in a lighter week i would have brought this home it's pretty cool i dis <laughs> i dislike the shiny paper reprints uh but it's cool to see this. Can you imagine buying this on the stands? Yeah, I know. Like, it is a facsimile of the 1960s uh, Sinister Six yeah. annual. Uh, so amazing. Yeah. So Spider-Man. Steve, Steve Ditko art. It's got like all this really weird like. And it's like it's intense. Like yeah. this is like at the level when it just got like it, it had its popularity had kind of like hit its apex at the time yeah and he was like drawing his heart out for this like it's just so it's many full of insanity like this yeah. is like this is the most ditko ditko you're yeah. gonna get in a comic which is so cool there's also like uh some of the like heavily merchandised um yeah. imagery is like oh, first absolutely. was in this specific comic there's one specific image in there but there's this really great sequence in it where he loses his spider power like that's part of what's going on is he like occasionally like will lose his spider yeah. powers and then get them back but he's like doing spider stuff and then he loses his powers and he's just like holding on to this um lamp post and he's just like oh my god what am i gonna do and he's just like clutching on it like an infant like clutching yes. its mother is uh really great imagery and then also uh it's funny because it's like so early marvel that it's like the fantastic four appear in their own magazine <laughs> and like stuff like that when they show up but there's a great like dr doom by ditko pinup in there yeah. it's a fun fun issue uh, yes, very good. Uh, it's seven ninety nine, but worth every penny. Yeah, uh, it's just it's awesome. I mean, buy it for buy it in near mint condition for seven ninety nine, or in garbage condition for three hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, totally. Uh, so Aquaman and the Flash Void song number three of three is out this week. Yeah, this might make a good trade. I don't know. I don't really love the art style, but I do like that it's the like brave and the bold version of Aquaman. Yeah. Where he's like, ho ho, sandwiches. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He eats I, pepperoni pizza, and he's like, pepper. <laughs> this is fantastic. I, it's it drives me crazy that that isn't the version. There's a there's yeah. a sweet spot probably between the Brian Michael Bendis version. Was it Brian Michael Bendis who re who retooled him for New Fifty Two? Not Bendis. Jesus, I don't. Uh, even 
Oh, no, that was, was Jeff, Jeff Johns. Johns. Yeah, Jeff Johns retooled him. Sorry, Ivan I get them Rice. confused all the time. Yeah, you had to yed me. That was the trench. Yes. That was like the whole... Like, that version and the Brave and the Bold cartoon version, yeah. where he's basically the tick, I think that there's a there's a sweet spot right in the center between those two. Yeah. Where he's just kind of a disaffected superhero who's kind of pissed off at everybody because they all think that he's a loser. Yeah. And the version where he's just like this overly confident idiot uh i'm i'm reminded of this specifically because i just got in the mail yesterday uh there's a zine that you uh that's out there called dc in the 80s and oh, nice. um i got the the issue that had an article about aquaman uh the neil posner version which is a four issue miniseries that was drawn by craig hamilton in the 80s and I it's remember the first that. one that brought magic into atlantis okay and it, it's interesting because the, the the kind of article that this thing is, is they, they talk about um, how Aquaman was just an asshole before that. Like they were just like, nobody yeah. liked him. He's just like always like kind of like, you know, and this is like pre like seventies and you know, whatever yeah. it was just like his care. He had no real characterization. So that brave and the bold thing mm-hmm. is like, it's cool because it's like, he has a personality yes. in it. Like Aquaman is a blank slate. And for me, the only time he really had a personality was, in the Justice League Detroit issues, which I have yeah. a incredible fondness for, but like it made sense. Like when he broke up the Justice League, because he was just like, you know what? Like fuck you guys. You're gonna take off all the time, and I'm here all the time. I'll I'll can the Justice League, and I'll only redo it if everybody commits. And then he quit. <laughs> and I was just like, okay. And then he did that thing where you got the camouflage costume, and yeah, it was magic and all that stuff. And then they <laughs> threw all that shit out too. Like that, then he got a then he got a water hand. Then he got a hook hand. The water just... hand was getting back to the magic yeah. when Peter David took over. Yep. He brought that stuff back, but there were a bunch of miniseries and specials in between the magic did that, one. Did that and... have anything to do with the time in uh, Grant Morrison's Justice League where he turned into water? No, and that was actually Joe Kelly. Was it Joe Kelly who did yeah, that? Yeah, that was the Obsidian Age, which is, in my opinion, the best Justice League story that has ever been written. It's one of my favorites, it's certainly. phenomenal. Yeah, I just remember because I read all of those in those little trades, and so they were mm. all the, like, Grant Morrison. So yeah, it was pretty yeah. much all Grant Morrison. That I was immediately that that post-Grant Morrison. Well, no, that's God, not true. I love Joe that's Kelly not true so much. Because it was Mark Wade immediately post-Grant Morrison. Yeah, 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 it was. And then and that was great Joe too. Kelly. But when Joe Kelly took over, it was my that was my favorite. Joe Kelly, Doug Mank was my favorite nice. Justice League. Okay, you know what anyway, else is sorry. great? We're really <laughs> early on, and we are yeah, we haven't <laughs> done this for a while, so we're really, really <laughs> fucking going slow. Uh, Avengers, you know what? It's a number. I don't know. Is that a million? Is that 10 million BC? Oh, I think it's one, 1 million BC. Perfect. Uh, it's got a bunch of zeros. Uh, yeah. This is a book that I don't... This, of all the things I should have read this week, it should have been this one, because I love this concept, and Jason Aaron whenever he goes to this well of this crazy prehistoric Avengers team, I'm so sold. It's so stupid. And the ghost rider riding a giant flaming mammoth. And like, unfortunately there's not a ton of that in this comic. Oh really? It is mostly Phoenix and Odin. Although (sighs) I will say that is actually my least favorite part of this story. It was not a bring home for me. And that's like, it could have easily been, uh, that said, if you are a Thor fan, uh, you probably want to read this issue. I will say that the other part of this that's really, that, I mean, so you have this crazy 
mammoth monster that he the yeah. ghost rider turns into his his stallion or whatever his motorcycle essentially yep uh but then you have savage avengers outdo it almost instantly with the old-timey ghost rider gets the giant fucking evil spider and he rides around on this fucking magical horror spider Ooh. and that was pretty amazing as well that's so. pretty cool i didn't see that one all right so uh axe death to mutants number one I did not understand. Screw it. you, mutants! It basically is like the title is the comic. Yeah, I assume so. It's, I, it's I'm explaining why they want to kill the mutants. I think. They want to kill those mutants. They hate them. Barbaric, axe to grind. Number one. Oh, nice looking comic. Yeah, it's great. If you liked Barbaric, you're gonna like this one. And uh, yeah, yeah. Corinne did uh, did the B cover for this. Oh, cool. She did a really nice job. Nice. Um, Let's see what else. Oh my god, so many barbarics. Uh, beep beep beep. Batman, one bad day. The Riddler, one shot. This looks great. It really does. I uh, I'm I'm I I, cho- I pick and choose my Tom King, but uh, Mitch Garrett's is or Jared's or however you say his name is phenomenal and definitely on point. Like the art is yeah. so good. Oh in yes, this. and people and I'm sure people that, have been asking about this. Like this is yeah. this is one that is very buzzy right now. Also, if Tom King, Tom King is like such a like weird punny writer that I feel like the Riddler <laughs> is kind of like yeah yeah who he should write for Batman villains anyway. Well, I mean, this is, and this is a series that's have a lot of puns. This one bad day concept is like yeah. a one shot that's coming out. Next one is going to be two face. I think. Yeah. There's some of them look interesting that. and some of them don't, but yeah. you know, I, I have no idea. I just look at the covers and go, I guess I'm ordering this many. I don't yeah. fucking know. <laughs> anyway, uh, Batman, Superman world's finest. Number six. Uh, I miss Dan Mora, but I still like this comic. Yeah. It's cool. The the cover is crazy. The cover is very cool. It's all set in the circus, and it it's mostly about Robin. But the, all the characters that have been in it before are in it. The Doom Patrol's even in it for a couple of I panels. don't mean to paraphrase Chad Pennell in his opinion, but uh, I also could uh, go my entire life without ever having another circus story involving... <sighs> involving yeah. <laughs> any of the any any character yeah any character the, including dead man i don't <laughs> care it, no one relates to the circus anymore it's not the fucking 50s yeah i mean it, it's it's you're never gonna have a dead man or a robin comic that don't at some point mention the circus but i hear you completely it is it's like the circus is just it's gone yeah like the ringmaster and the circus of crime and stuff and i'm just like really like <laughs> you, like why would it be the circus of crime anymore it would be like the corporation of crime now it could be know. the cirque du soleil of crime the cirque du soleil of crime sure <laughs> Um, the NASCAR of crime. Holy shit. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, we're running into actual copywritten. Uh, <laughs> but sure. Yeah. Uh, all of those the things. race make, track of crime. Right. All of that stuff. The, yes. The race warriors. Um, oh, no. Nope. No, nope, that does not that go was well. Not my, that's not what I said. <laughs> that's not I a good not idea. say that. Jesus Christ. I'm, I'm so, I apologize for Tristan going there. <laughs> Uh, Batman, the night number eight. Uh, getting close to the end of this. Pretty good, Chip Zdarsky Batman year one ish, pre year one ish kind of comic. It's pretty good. People seem to love it. Uh, yeah. I lost track of it around issue three, but looks good. I mean, Black Adam number three. It's a Black Adam comic. Yeah, man. 
I can't believe they took that guy off Teen Titans Academy to do that comic. I mean, I, I get it. There's a movie. It's high profile, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But like, <laughs> no, this is just this is just marketing, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, and honestly, of all the movies you could have made, Titans Academy is the fucking movie they should have made. Oh man, they could have like, made a great Titans movie. That's that's the thing that they should have done. Like, and I mean, it's just a a decision that DC consistently makes. Yeah. The wrong one. <laughs> Well, not now. Now they got a new chief. They got a new, no. new, new person in charge. Everything's the, gonna, everything. They're gonna replicate Marvel, I and mean, it's gonna be what everybody wants. I mean, look at look at how they're look at how they're doing so far. Yeah. It certainly. <laughs> speaking of speaking yeah. of paraphrasing, uh, yeah. uh, someone said it looks like they're burning down the company for the insurance money, and uh, <sighs> it does kind of look that way. <laughs> It says one one time where I think my... that was John Oliver's quote was that it looks <laughs> nice. like they're burning down the company for the it, insurance money. It is a time when I am very glad that uh, I don't particularly love superhero movies because yeah. I get no disappointment from oh no this I mean made for TV movie I is it going to come out? I was now? never going to be excited about a Batgirl movie. I was excited enough to watch Batman. It eventually. had Michael Keaton in it. That was okay. like really the only thing that was going. I mean, for that's it. that's the thing in the they're releasing the flash movie with the fucking dude who Fuck. might be who might be leading a doomsday cult out yeah. of his compound i i i, I like still 15 would, assault charges <laughs> i would still put even money on the fact that that won't come out boy oh boy yeah i saw someone say that they should just uh they should computer generate um uh elliot page in into the movie over his uh over the face yes. and i was like huh, maybe Please, <laughs> please do. Are with that? I would be I fine know. with that. Yeah, I know. I think it'll come out. That might be like, the, that might be the direction. Yeah. I mean, really, all you have to do now, and I'm sorry, I, w- I won't go down a long road, but all you have to do now is put the movie out, and at the end, just have the Flash like come out of a portal and be like, "I'm different now. I was in the multiverse," <laughs> and then it's over. You problem solved. You don't have to worry about the guy anymore. Yeah, no, you uh, you add a I mean, tag at the end that's like, oh no, a crisis on infinite earths. Ah, I'm dead. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and the Flash was never seen again until the version from Earth 2816 came through and became the Flash, and it's the new guy they hired that is <laughs> whatever they say when Poochie has to leave. Yeah, my, yeah. <laughs> my planet needs me. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, anyway, uh, Bloodstained Teeth number five. Cool. This one looks great. It is a thing called Boris the Potato Child. I think that it is fantastic. By I read Anna like Simone. I read a bunch of it. It's really weird. It's real go, weird. Go figure. Go figure. It's yeah, about a even, boy child, potato headed boy child who eats potatoes. Apparently, he can only eat French fries. Like most vegans I know. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that was always a problem. Like a lot of vegans I knew would just be like. It's like, how many times have you had French fries this week? They'd be like, I don't know, twenty. <laughs> like yeah. most most punk this rock vegans had sweet potato just fries. French fries. <laughs> this time I had sweet potato fries, so it's better. It's more yeah, healthy. Totally. Uh, Captain Marvel number forty. It was pretty good. Hmm? Good series. Uh, Catwoman number forty six. Also good. Also good. Oh, this one I was also excited about, and I'm pissed that I didn't read this week. I gotta get on this shit next week. Uh, Chilling Adventures of Jinx. I've said it once, I'll say it a million times, you will never get me to buy or 
check out a Jinx comic book. It's the worst Archie property you have of all time. said that before. Yes. Lil Jinx is terrible. I don't think you have. Not on this podcast, maybe. There's not very often that I get to talk about the nuances well, I mean, of this Archie. Is, what is the worst buzzkill? The satanicizing of Jinx. I mean, it's it's still Jinx. It's still it Lil isn't. Jinx. I mean, it really isn't. I mean, I'm like, just being a Sabrina total. is not either. Yeah, <laughs> like, I know. I just like it's there's just like a buzzkill of Lil Jinx. It's like you're reading an Archie comic, it's great, and then it's like, uh, three pages of Lil Jinx. Uh, it's terrible. It's always bad. Well, she's a this is apparently they have revamped her into being the Archie Universe's crypt keeper. Oh. So essentially this story is uh her she's Riverdale's babysitter. She babysits all of the children of of the town and in order to get them to calm down, she tells them horrific stories from her Tales of the Macabre. Ah. And that's it. That's that's the idea. All right. Well, if she you're into that stuff, it's several macabre tales. Macabre. Uh, macabre, as is it a bird? As Bart Simpson once said. Ah. Uh, also, we uh, we got the new Black Panther Marvel Legends figures in. So there's uh, the Chadwick Boseman one. There's a Killmonger. There's a Nakia, and there is a Shuri. And they are pretty great. Cool. Man, I will say uh, that Wakanda Forever tra- oh, uh, trailer is like restored my interest in Jiminy superhero movies Christmas. completely. That and She-Hulk. I'm actually really excited for She-Hulk. I think it's going to be good. It's, But that Wakanda Forever is just like, holy shit. Like, I like that trailer better than the last three superhero movies I saw. Remind me. Just the trailer. Remind me to show you a picture of my ex-girlfriend. This sounds like a fucking setup for a 60s joke. <laughs> the computer animated she hulk looks exactly like my ex-girlfriend oh weird it's in fucking sane that's weird but only the generated one yeah only the computer generated version Hmm. super bizarre i don't know i'm really excited for she hulk i think it's gonna be cool um okay so girlfriend though ex-girlfriend she's fine (laughs) (laughs) but uh yes very weird okay if it reminded me of someone i knew it might take me out of it no i'm i'm excited about it i think the computer animation looks ass awful but i'm really it excited always about does it. on the computer screen that's true i mean i mean like you know like when you're yeah, watching yeah. it on your phone or whatever it's like yeah oh, this three this one inch image looks right. like really I'm, cheesy <laughs> i'm curious to see if it if it looks any better um honestly i don't even care if it looks cheesy i just think honestly, it'll be i don't it, it, i think funny. it's just it's going to be fun and well written i'm just really trying very hard to avoid spoilers and it's like every, it's like one of those things where it's like maybe they are worried about like people not being into it but the spoilers are just fucking everywhere and it's like come on like come on i don't need to know that you think it's good i don't need to know how many cameos are in it also like can we fucking chill out on the fucking cameos not that i don't want them but it's just like if that's the only thing you're enjoying about this shit like no that i agree that is it it is kind of sad oh it has fucking (laughs) howard the duck's girlfriend oh okay well that's good i mean 
I mean, Bev. but it should, <laughs> it should absolutely have a bunch of stuff in it because that's literally the point of the, of the sure. comic at the sure, time sure, sure, was essentially sure. that it's a, you know, that yeah. all of the, the Marvel characters just kind of flow through and they're like, Oh shit, I'm getting sued because you know, whatever yeah. I electrocuted my neighbor with my electro suit by accident. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. You know, yeah. like I did so, see a picture of the abomination wearing a polo shirt and I thought that looked really cool. That's great. I mean, if Andy the Awesome Android shows up, there's Ooh. no, there's honestly no sin that that show could commit that would make <laughs> me not watch it. Because if it's Andy with the little slate that he writes his little words oh, on, man, that would be cool. I'm like, fuck you. I'm, You'd think I'm that would so, be a no brainer too, because he'd be really easy to CGI anime. So, he doesn't even have a just face. Just a lump. <laughs> well, it's like it, literally clay. You could claymation him. The, can you imagine how fucking cool that would be if he was just like a claymation living inside the show? Oh, that would be cool. So that he looked really, really bizarre and off kilter. I would be all about it. You know what? <laughs> another funny uh, superhero show thing that I just found out is that Guillermo from What We Do in the Shadows is Nightwing's voice on the Harley Quinn show. Did you know that? No, I did not. I've had I no... haven't gotten to those episodes yet. Uh, so, yeah. But that's awesome. Yeah, he's the voice. I like that dude. Yeah, I do too. Uh, okay, so Bloodstained Teeth. Oh, yeah. Number five. Great, crazy, Technicolor, insano, uh, drug-fueled... Wampiers. Wampir story. Uh, and also, to go with the Black Panther stuff, there is a collection called Black Panther Saga of Shuri and T'Challa, which is just like a kind of best of... Nice. Like, just kind of an overview for somebody who's not going to go and do a crazy deep dive into all the Black Panther stuff. This just kind of gives you, like, a nice outline. It's got a bunch of the the modern stuff, some of the older stuff, but not a lot, some of the 90s stuff. Yeah. So, good, good overview. Nice. Uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer Volume 10, that is the Boom Studios version, which is the reboot Huh. That starts fresh with crazy new permutations of the characters, fresh. taking them in wild new directions, and I very much like it, and I have been enjoying it. And honestly, mm. if I didn't have to do things like the podcast where I constantly have to read little ones, I would probably be all in on reading these trades, because I, I really like what they're doing with Buffy. Nice. Uh, and I am a Buffy fan. Yeah, I'm a Buffy fan too. I thought the best, the one that I've read recently was that oh, 97 no. or whatever it was. That that one shot. Oh, really? 97? I thought you were gonna say the the like uh, old lady Buffy, whatever. That I really one was. liked that. that. One was great. I really liked the that. The last but, Slayer. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was actually really cool. Um, but then after that, there was this one that was set in the continuity of the show that hmm. was like super fucking good. Nice. Uh, we got Critical Role Mighty Nine Origins hardcover. Hmm. Uh, we've got. A three-dimensional crossover comic. So, if you wanted to see crossover, the uh, the image story in three dimensions with 3D glasses. Yeah, there it is. That's really the 3D glasses are the selling point. <laughs> sure, that sure are. Um, Daredevil number two, great. Yeah, I did read this. This is actually one that I read. So I flipped it. Looks I managed good. to get this one in early, and I was I was pretty Ooh. stoked. Uh, I like this. I like this weird character. Um, I have. I finally caught up with the old series. I finally got ah. through it. But I like this idea that there's a supervillain. I know that this isn't a new a new concept and that it has been done before. But I like the idea that he's essentially trying to make Daredevil a better hero. Like his idea is that by creating crises where he fails, 
he's going to try harder later on to be a better hero and he will save more people in the long term these deaths that he's causing now are just going to work on his conscience and they're going to make him want to be a better superhero weird and it's like ooh, that's all right it's rough but it's like it's kind of like it goes through and and essentially you get this crazy super villain starting point where they say this crazy thing but then he proves this point through uh, through backstory and things like that where like Zadarsky's actually kind of going back in the history of the character and being like these are the moments that really defined you and this is why this is why you do what you do and wouldn't you do it better if in this instance you didn't get to the scene fast enough and three children died and it's like fuck <laughs> yeah i guess huh so yeah it's right. it's a it's a weird concept and it's it's fun <laughs> and sad Okay, uh, Dark Crisis, Young Justice, number three of six. Uh, If you were a fan of Young Justice, you like this comic. Excellent. I'm going to drink water out of the most ungainly... That is an insane... Oh, man. Hey, while... Mm, Did you ever find a... 64 ounces of water. Did you ever find a water bottle here with a yellow top? I never did. Okay. Sorry. That's all right. I'm missing one, and I thought maybe I left it here. (sighs) No. Alas. Uh, DC versus Vampires, All Out War number two. Uh, the coloring on this really takes me out of it. It's hard to follow, but um, I like DC versus Vampires, so it's just more of that story. Nice. Uh, we have a few manga in stock, including Dead Dead Demons, D D D D D Destruction, graphic novel volume 11. Dead Dead Demons, Dead Dead Demons, D D Destruction is the name of this book. Are you supposed to sing it? I think so. Okay, that makes sense. It makes me feel better to sing it. I feel less like an idiot. D D D D D D D D D D sound like Twiggy. The robot version, not the 60 model. Ah, uh, that sounds like the setup for a shitty stand-up routine. <laughs> now, what if Twiggy, the, the I supermodel actually, from the 60s, sounded like Twiggy the robot from Buck Rogers? When I was a kid, I used to uh, have, like, I was I was almost as much into um, the, what's it, wait, was he from Buck Rogers? He was from Buck Rogers. I thought Rogers. he was from uh, Battlestar Galactica, but no. Nope, that was right. the, you're thinking of the little dog monster, the Moffat. Yeah. Okay. Well, either way, I was into that little Twiggy that said "but beady beady." Oh yeah, because beady beady buck. Yeah, that's right. Um. Anyway, but then when I found out about the model, I was I always thought it was weird that they had the same name as a child. I was like, "What's the story there? What is the story? (laughs) What's the connection? Are they they married? (laughs) It would be such a cool power couple." Yeah, that's true. Um, And they wouldn't have to change their names. (laughs) So true. Uh, okay, maybe they're related, so that wouldn't be okay. <laughs> um, so we have Daniel Warren Johnson's Do a Power Bomb number three of a seven, which is a great series. Uh, it's if I liked wrestling, I'd be a little more into it, but it's still it's. I just like his art. I don't care. He thing, could draw and NASCAR yeah, exactly to throw that back. But and the thing about this is the B cover to this aside from being like one of my favorite covers of the month or the year uh, is like puts me in mind of why I enjoy this book because it's not about wrestling. It's about Kaneko man. It's about muscle. It's not, it's Uh. about the fucking Japanese muscle cartoon Uh, very much. It's a super 
exaggerated, insano, weird guy's version of what wrestling is. You know, like, there's a giant gorilla, you know? Uh, it's a orangutan, actually. Uh, isn't there both? I thought that it was, oh, like, I thought it was a gorilla with an orangutan. There like was the- a point in the comic, which I flipped through, where an orangutan is is wrestling. But, oh, yeah. I believe, I think it's a gorilla with an are orangutan. Ta- are you talking about this cover? Yes. Yeah. Uh, no, no, well, the Kaneko Man cover is the oh, pink sorry, one the with pink the one. crazy, like... It it really looks just like, uh, you know, like a Kaneko Man cover hmm. or poster. I don't know what that is. Uh, do you remember little muscle figures from the eighties? Yeah, that, they were based on a series from from Japan called I think it's called Kaneko Man. I might be pronouncing it or getting it a little a little cockeyed, uh, but yeah, it was it had its own like in the U.S. Nobody knew what the hell was going on, and we didn't know what the story was. We just liked these crazy little figures. And occasionally you'd get one, they were so wacky and the designs were so insane mm-hmm. that you'd be like excited. You get this little pink guy and it turns out he's like a fucking urinal or something. <laughs> You're like, what is this? And that was, that's what's so great about it. That's the best f- sound effect is puppy punch. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. So if you like that kind of thing, you're going to love do a power bomb. Yeah. Uh, all right. Speaking of really cool things that I really like, uh, the Dr. Doom Book of Doom Omnibus is out. Mm. This is a wonderful collection. Again, this is like for fans of Dr. Doom who just like my favorite character is Dr. Doom. I just want to read all the Dr. Doom appearances. This is like a bunch of weird Dr. Doom appearances that you would not normally have collected. Huh. You know, there's some there's some like obvious ones. But there's stuff like supervillain team up and oh, you know, so the supervillain team ups are really good. Marvel superheroes twenty, Amazing Spider-Man five, you know the Fantastic Four appearances that you would kind of expect, but also like Secret Wars ten and twelve, uh, Doctor Doom Triumph and Torment, blah blah blah, like Astonishing Tales one through three, Marvel Double Shot. Some of those, some of these great appearances, uh, really good stuff. So I am a fan of that. And let's see. It's over there. You'll find it eventually. It's in a stack because we don't have enough shelf space for everything. So unfortunately, it's kind of just piled up. Uh, we've got Duo number four of six. That is a thing. Uh, Echo Lens hardcover volume one. This is that absolutely beautiful J.H. Williams series. Uh, it is sideways, which will pain your shelves to no end, and it honestly bugs me <laughs> as a as a person who has limited shelving. I don't really have a place that this looks normal. Agreed. But it's but it's so good. I mean, the art is just beyond beyond. Uh, well worth checking out. Yeah, I love the mix of styles, and I love how even though he's really known for that kind of like his specific style he does like other cartoonist styles yeah. like really perfectly, perfectly and it's pretty cool but yeah where will you put this on your shelf sideways <laughs> so you can't tell what it is when you're looking for it and it breaks the spine edge of spider verse number two of five this has three new spider people in it sort of well, kind of it has a new spider uk yep um i don't know what the big black weird spider person is Mm, I don't know. I already forgot. Uh, it's, <laughs> Oops. Uh, yeah, there's a there's a like a, a real like looks like an actual spider, like big black 
Oh, that is like not. It's it's a fake out. It's on the cover, but not in the comic. Uh, But it will probably be in the next comic because it's like there's a thing that happens. That's Ah. actually a character that's appeared before. Oh, is it? Yeah, transmogrified. Oh, interesting. Okay, Uh, Fantagraphics Underground Milag. Honor the umlaut. Ag a a milag. (laughs) Yes, milag. Okay. Uh, Don't know what it is. It looks cool. Uh, and we also have Fantastic Four Epic Collection, the new Fantastic Four. This is brilliant. Ooh. This is where somebody said, you know how nobody likes the Fantastic Four? <laughs> Wait a minute. I got, I'll give you $100 to revamp the Fantastic Four and make them somebody that, <laughs> something that people would enjoy. Okay. Uh, make it the Hulk, Wolverine, Spider-Man, and Ghost Rider. Yeah. But that's not the... Fan- we'll call them the Fantastic Four. The new Fantastic Four. And then everyone Four. goes, cool, I'm with it. Yeah. Also, let's have Art Adams draw it. I mean, and then <laughs> fucking Art Adams drew it, so pretty cool. Yep. Uh, yeah. Great collection. These epic collections rule. Unfortunately, their price point has gone up, but they are still mm. a pretty decent value. So this must not just be the first three issues that they were in oh absolutely not okay i mean i can tell you what's in this (laughs) it is a lot of things it it also involves uh guardians of the galaxy as well Hmm. uh you get 347 through 361 annual 24 holiday special number one 347 through 360 Mm -hmm. huh yeah so there's a lot of issues (laughs) of it plus that holiday special I mean, I I don't think that they I remember the holiday special. I think they're just calling it the new Fantastic Four. I don't think the new Fantastic Four appears in every single issue. That's uh, this. That would I think sense. it's just that's the name of the epic collection because that story arc appears in it. Cuckoo. Cuckoo Kachu. Um, Firepower number 23. Ah, uh, cool. It's okay. I like that art. Uh, uh, yes. Chris Samney that art. Is, that is great. Sammy There's stuff. some really cool dragon punching in this one. <laughs> oh, good. Finally. Yeah. Finally, we're getting down to dragon punching. Uh, Flash number 785 is out. Dark Crisis tie-in. It's kind of confusing, but I I still like it. And in another book that I very much enjoy and is very confusing, Flavor Girls, number two of three. <laughs> in this issue, as Bob pointed out to me, there's a retelling of the Japanese horror movie House at the end. It's like with, half the issue. Done with the characters. It's The House, a Flavor Girl side story. The story is a very broad adaptation from the movie House, 1977, by Japanese director Nobuhiko Obayashi. What uh, the hell, man? Also, in the first part, you get the first appearance of Pomegranate. Man, what a flavor! Uh, you got you got pomegranate, and then what's the other? That's one? a strong flavor. It you know? is. It is. You need really. Um, I want a pick, prick, prickle pear. Uh, <laughs> now you got artichoke in this one as well. Artichoke and dragon fruit. I'm sorry, pomegranate oh. was in the first issue. Yeah, fair. You got Fortnite X Marvel Zero War number three of five, which none of us have read because it's sealed in plastic. <laughs> <laughs> if you like Fortnites and you like Marvels, uh, the two of them make a great, oh, great something or other. If you like one franchise and then also another franchise, we smushed them together into this sure one comic. Uh, Happy Kaneko's Killer Life Volume Five is out. Harley Quinn number twenty is out mm. with a beautiful. Uh, 
Is that the Poison Ivy homage cover? Sure. I think so. I think I saw it. Is that the Poison Ivy homage? Is it? Oh, that is the first appearance of Batgirl. That's the Batgirl cover. Okay. Batgirl. Um, Carmine Infantino. Heart Eyes, number one. Tell me about this. Oh, I. this might be my favorite comic of the yes, week. Yes, good. It's good. I've been so looking forward to this. I'm glad to know it's not crap. I will not. There, it has a masterpiece twist at the end. Okay. Fucking fantastic. Like, something I've never, never occurred to me. Mm. Out of nowhere, you're Ooh. just like, what the fuck? Like, and it's brilliant. It is brilliant. Okay. It is a... a the twist is brilliant. <laughs> okay. The setup is very much post-apocalyptic. Uh, there are basically um, these Cronenbergs that eat everything sure. and all the people. And they kill all the people. And then there's just kind of like a few str- stragglers of humanity. And you're following, uh, I think her name is Lupe, uh, is the main character. Yeah, and this Lupe. is and this is former Marvel heavy uh, Dennis, Hopeless. Dennis Hopeless. Yeah, and uh, is it Victor Ibanez? Yeah, Victor Ibanez, who is a uh, also I believe yeah. uh, has done lots of mainstream work or at least some. Yeah. But uh, man, what a cool, what a cool! The last when you get to the last page of it, it's like Chef's awesome. Kiss, Chef's Kiss. It's awesome. really good. I liked it, and I thought just like the story and uh, and characterization was cool. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I I can't like I can't say it, and yeah, I yeah, want yeah, to yeah. so bad because it's so fucking cool. <laughs> don't say it. I won't. All right, no, I I never would. Hulk number eight is out, and I think we're all done with this. Let's get through this, and yeah. Hulk will get better eventually. Yeah, um, yeah. I think I, I this is the issue. I like I bought every issue of yeah. this crossover, and I was just like, nah, I, can't, I just can't fucking do it. No, it's not good. It's not good. Uh, Immortal Red Sonia, number five. People keep saying how good that is, but she's wearing hot pants on the cover for some reason. To... Oh, she's immortal, so maybe she's in modern times. That she has could hot be pants. it. I think maybe it's an 80s roller rink version. Who knows? <laughs> or just they wanted to get as much ass on the cover as they possibly well, could. Well, I mean, they could have put her in a bikini then. That's a good point. You know what? Maybe they wanted the ass shiny. <laughs> they really wanted the hot pants. Yeah. I want to put Red Sonia in hot pants. Okay. Uh, So Iron Cat, number three. You know, it's funny. I read the first issue and I thought it was bad. Like genuinely was like, what the fuck is this? I read this one and I was like, this is actually really good. It's fun. Okay, cool. I'm still just, I'm still just angry that it's not just Iron Man's cat in an Iron Man suit. (laughs) That would be cool. How much cooler would that be? It's just like... You know what would be really cool is if Iron Man's cat was an alcoholic. Okay. (laughs) Hold on. Here's my pitch. Wait a minute. Here's my pitch for an Iron Cat series. So, Tony Stark makes makes this armor that he's like, oh, I need it it to like, in case something happens to me, it'll form to my body. Whatever. His cat walks in and it steps on a platform and the thing is like, oh, it builds him an Iron Man suit. And then he goes through and he's like causing havoc everywhere. And it's just Iron Man trying to stop this cat in a, in an Iron Man costume that's blowing up the city. I will say that would be better than this comic. I mean, guys. Same creative team. It would be better. <laughs> but this is that black cat uh, yes. has a ex-girlfriend who <laughs> stole her cat armor that Iron Man made her for some reason. 
I don't know why Iron Man made armor for the black cat, but he did, and then her ex girlfriend stole it. And I'm, I'm teamed guessing because she's a, attractive, a devilish AI. I remember when he did it. I remember the story. It had something to do with the Infinity Gems. It I had think. something to do with variant covers. I think, I think so. Yeah. No. I think it was that. I think it was that weird. Like, oh yeah, she I remember. Was stealing the, the Infinity Stones. Yeah. Or I don't know. That was a weird story. Uh, Jujutsu Kaisen Volume 17 is out. Damn. It's got some traction. It does. People love this series. Uh, we get... I'm always excited when we get Jurassic World stuff for, for Funko Pops. Because they're just weird little big-headed dinosaurs. So we have the uh, Therizinosaurus. Please, I'm never going to get that right. But right. either way, it just looks like a weird-looking fucking Skeksy from the Dark Crystal. I like <laughs> it. Uh, we've got Kurosagi Corpse Delivery Service Omnibus 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 Edition. Omnibus Edition. A little Omnibus. <laughs> Mustache. Get me um, my pipe and my cigarettes. Uh, volume 5. Uh, it's out. We have this comic that nobody asked for and nobody wanted uh, this week called Last Shadow Hawk. Oh, yeah. Please don't make promises you won't keep. Yeah. Also, it's full of pinups. We all wish this was the last Shadowhawk, but we know it's not going to be. I, no one cares about Shadowhawk. I will say I dislike a comic that's like, no ads, but then half of the comic is just, here's the variant covers. Pretty fun. Yeah, this <laughs> one had, I believe, ten variant covers, and I said, no thank you. Yeah, well, I you could get... just buy the one comic, and all of the covers are in the yeah. back of it. This was a flip that? only for me. You know what's better than that? What? Mad Balls versus Garbage Pail Kids. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, this is just a fun, dumb comic. It's This is the best version of this that they could have done. This is kind of... What I, what I love about the fact that they did this, or about the way that they did this, is that they essentially... This could have come out in 1983, and it would have been written almost exactly the same way. <laughs> where it's sort of that, like... It's just Bazooka Joe level, dumb setups, dumb punchlines. Yeah. It's setup, payoff, setup, payoff, setup, payoff, fun cartooning, dumb characters, doing dumb shit. Great. Like, yeah. you don't need more than that. This did not need a plot. It's great. Kids will love it. People who enjoyed the franchise previous to this, it's going to be franchise. Great. Either. Uh, Marvelverse, Miss Marvel graphic novel. This is an introductory graphic novel to the Miss Marvel series. Uh, Mob Psycho 100, number nine, is out. Miss Marvel and Moon Knight, number one, is out as well. This is part of that uh, Miss Marvel one-shots where she just teams up with a yeah. random Marvel Universe character. This time, Moon Knight. Yeah. It was a Captain a, Marvel one, I think. Yeah, there was a devil dinosaur and... Oh. Moon Girl one and hmm. Miles Morales one. Yeah, they're good. We got New Mutants number 28. We've got... New Mutants number 28 was really good. Really? Yeah, and you know how I am with the X-Men stuff. Uh, it was really good. Great, Interesting. Great, in fact. Um, I almost bought it, but I didn't. But it was <laughs> really sorry. good. Sorry. <laughs> Nightwing cover. Isn't it Jesus great? Jesus Christ. Oh, wait, which one? The one where he's like naked the, or yeah, the, the actual... Yeah, the porn cover. Oh, God. Yeah, no, the main cover, the A cover <laughs> yeah, of yeah, Nightwing is cover. fucking amazing. Uh, and actually a really good issue of Nightwing. I don't know what this is for. My my assumption is that it's 
just like they can get away with it. I don't know yeah. why they're doing it. Well, I think uh, one of the things is like the Harley Quinn show also like plays into that. Oh, I and mean, I think it's, it's just there's like absolutely a huge, obviously like. But they did one with Batman in a swim in swim trunks recently, where did. I was yeah, like yeah, shirtless yeah. Batman in swim trunks, and I was just like, okay, you know, like whatever. I guess people are into it. He should have been covered in gross scars. Oh my god, that would have been funny. <laughs> would have been better uh but yes just frank miller drawing it there's definitely a like uh a contingent of uh of nightwing stands that are obsessed with uh with his physical appearance specifically his ass yeah that's yeah it's like i know it's a big uh joke on the harley quinn animated <laughs> thing too because i saw a clip of it nice would make sense uh okay whoop lost my place everything's gone oh my god where am i where am i there i am oh hey check this out nina haw's nightmare blog is out number seven cool we got a new jim woodring which is one beautiful spring day which is a giant 50 dollar trade paperback christ it's like it is it is enormous wow that's jim woodring you know it is jim woodring so people are going to be excited about it Nice. Uh, Ordinary Gods, number eight. Nobody likes that. I don't even know what it is. Um, isn't that uh, that guy? I can't remember. Sure. Parasomnia, Dreaming God, number one. Cool. This is that series where it's the two the two versions of the world, and he dreams himself into either one of them. One of them, back in the day, he was some sort of native who is fighting in the god Spanish American War something oh, like that that one that the fucking Hearst newspaper started yeah 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 something like that uh but yeah it's it's cool i really rem- i remember liking the original so this looks like it's more of the same i love that like when uh when everybody's like oh the Pulitzer Prize, and I'm like, yeah, that guy started the war, the Spanish-American War, because he wanted to sell more papers than uh-huh. fucking William Randolph Hearst. Like, fuck that guy, <laughs> and fuck his prize. Yeah, and the Maine. Yeah, don't fuck remember. The, fuck that. the Maine. They've sunk themselves. Quit remembering the Maine. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> we got a pop vinyl Stephen Strange. He's very strange. Cool. We got realist original graphic novel. Um. That was the realist last day on Earth. Oh. Uh, cool. We have probably my favorite manga of the year out this year. Uh, it is Rooster Fighter, graphic novel, <laughs> volume, novel volume one. Ooh. If you saw One Punch Man and you were like, it's okay. What <laughs> if he was a fucking rooster? All right. Uh, the answer is this. The art is so next level it is like it's gone level if you remember gone the little dinosaur yeah it's like that level of chiaroscuro perfection on every page it is just it's brilliant it is beyond brilliant i love this comic so much i can't even explain it uh it's like it looks like akira it's like it's so well drawn for the dumbest premise possible. Uh, so yes, please pick up Rooster Fighter. Wow, wow, what a comic! I'm looking at it now. Uh, and speaking of great comics, how about Sandman number one? That's right, a facsimile edition of Sandman number one 
is out, so you don't have to spend $10 trillion on it. Um, pretty amazing. Oh my god, the rooster fights a demon, which is yes. a man with a hand for a body and a tie. <laughs> <laughs> also a horrible crab monster and some other weird stuff. No, it's like a hand. It's not oh, a crab. It <laughs> it's just a guy and his body is a hand. And he's a demon. And he's a demon. He has horns and glasses yep. and a tie and a collar. But only a collar and a tie. That's the only thing he's wearing because he has no body other than his fingers, oh, which man, are very man. hairy. And also this this uh, rooster, he uh, he has the ability to resonate a frequency when he screams that will explode people when he, Very, he when he announces Ricky himself o. he says my comb is burning with rage <laughs> okay this is pretty great yeah it really it i can't it's impossible to oversell that book it's just it's so good <laughs> cock-a-doodle-doo <laughs> it's seriously uh i would buy this in an oversized deluxe art edition if it ever came out it's so pretty uh, it's so crazy. All right, but moving on. Yeah. To Savage Avengers number four. That's out. Scooby Doo. Where are you? Number one seventeen. That's out. Seven Sons number three. Meh. I'm not really digging it, but whatever. It's out. Um, but what one thing I do absolutely love and have loved, Shirtless Bear Fighter number two is out. <laughs> so uh, we've got the first issue of a seven issue miniseries. All right. For the second installment of Shirtless Bear Fighter. Cool. Uh, if Looks you fun. if you don't remember previously on shirtless bear fighter, uh, he was born to well we don't it's there's there's a couple spoilers here but he he basically finds that he is in a battle with the Sherman Corporation essentially <laughs> and the shit bears that love shitting in the woods and there's oh a, those bears yeah. Th- they're they always have shit bears. They always have toilet paper stuck to their butts. Yeah, of course. And so he's fighting this like logging company that makes toilet paper. Of course. Do you remember the commercial they had with those bears where they one of them was wearing Thor's hat and had a hammer and it said, "We've always been as guardians." Fuck, I do remember <laughs> that. Unfortunately, that was, uh, I hate it. <laughs> but <laughs> let's just say it's great, and you should read it. Uh, Silver Coin number 13 is out. Fucking A. This is like insane. I cannot, I genuinely <laughs> cannot believe that I read a comic book where the shit huh. that happens in this issue of Silver Coin happens. Okay. It's fucked. I think I need to read this. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, yes, but like, Ooh. it's not like necessarily like, wow, that's so cool. It's uh, like, <laughs> holy shit. Like, that's a thing that I just saw in a comic book interesting hmm. yeah i'm still a, gonna check th- it out this one definitely it has a trigger warning oh yeah 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 of course it does yeah about childbirth oh <laughs> jesus okay so i got kind of like i had a little weird thing go on where i got sick for a couple of days mm. and so i was at home and i realized that i owned a copy of witcher 3 Ooh. and i'd never played it and i was like mm. i should play this and so i finally got into it <laughs> And speaking of trigger warnings about, holy Christ, I couldn't believe that this was a mass market game. I get to this scene where there's this guy who had been a trigger warning for abuse and childbirth here. He's been like beating his family and he causes his wife to have a miscarriage and the baby turns into a monster and you get this fucking chud baby that's out 
trying to drain the blood from mothers, <laughs> from Whoa. pregnant women. And so you have to go capture it <laughs> and Man. bury it under the building. It was like, oh my, wow. I, I can't believe this is where we are as a society. Yeah. It looks I like a little toxic Avenger. actually wonder if that might have inspired this issue of oh, Silver Coin. Um, they're not that far afield. The writer of this issue of Silver Coin is Johnny Christmas. Oh, I fucking uh, love Johnny Christmas. I like Johnny Christmas too. It's not a bad story. It's isn't just he, like... Isn't he a, a, an artist? I believe Normally? that is the case. Uh, the only thing I remember Johnny Christmas from mainly is like, I think he wrote or drew um, Angel Catbird, which was one of the weirdest comic books I ever read. The yeah. one that was like Margaret Atwood's Angel yeah, Catbird. Yeah, yeah. Which but was like a superhero else comic super about it. cool. Yeah. There was some. Uh, fuck. Uh, yeah. I'll Google not, while you continue to read. But comic there was titles. definitely a. There was a comic that he did that I remember him for that I was like, I fucking love this guy. Uh, okay, but what I will say is that Silver Coin Trade Paperback number two is out, Ooh. so you can catch up uh, on all of the horrifying shenanigans. All right, we are now at literally my pick of the week Ooh. for everything that is out. Uh-huh. This is like a dream come true choice that like I've been begging the world to come out with. Uh, and it is The Simpsons Treehouse of Horrors Omnibus Volume 1. Looks great. It is insanity. It's Abrams that put it out, so it's just massive high quality. The whole thing is perfect. Glow-in-the-dark cover, slip-cased edition. This is one of three volumes that they're going to put out, all in slipcases, and it's going to be every single Treehouse of Horrors that was ever released. And there are some good ones. There are some amazing ones. This one has some great ones. This one, I think, has the Allred stuff. It's got the... Does that have the Evan Dorkin stuff? Didn't he do Evan Dorkin stuff. Nice. It's got the Sergio Aragonez stuff in this one. I mean, it just the number of people that are involved in this. Uh, Jeff Smith is in this one. Uh, Just everybody you could ever imagine just like some of the heaviest of heavies in uh, in comics and this this is like it's $40 i can't believe how cheap this thing is if this was any other company releasing this book oh, wow. it, is it would be a, a it would be an $80 book uh yeah. but it is like so perfect i'm so happy that it's out that is why you will see that I bought so many copies. Nice. But it's so good. And I'm taking one home myself because I love the Treehouse of Horrors. The Simpsons were like hit or miss with the, the comics, mostly miss because mm. it wasn't written the same way as anything else. There were some good ones. There were some good ones out there. But the Treehouse of Horrors issues, Always they hits. would pull every great great artist and writer that yeah. they could uh, my the the most obvious example that i always bring up is that bernie wrightson and len ween yeah. got together and rewrote and drew the swamp thing origin story in its entirety as a simpsons comic yeah which just mind-boggling yeah. that that exists in the world that's what people should use their money for you know <laughs> Hire Bernie Wrightson to redraw Swamp Thing with your characters? Good job. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's so funny. That's like literally the second time that Len Wein came up today. And one of the customers that was in earlier, the, the young oh, uh, woman that yeah, was yeah. in, uh, she 
was like obsessed and wrote like uh like did like a report on Len Wein once when what? she was like a student. I was like, I can't tell you how much meeting a young person who knows who Len Wein is like it reaffirmed that's my so life. Weird. Like I was just like, <laughs> this great. is so fantastic. Uh, but yeah, that's that's cool. Oh, wow. This Treehouse of Horror that looks fantastic, and I'm yeah. glad you got a bunch because that means that even though I didn't buy one this week, there will probably still be one next week. Yeah, I am one. I am very excited to go home and read this. It's really awesome. So uh, we got those. We got some Sonic the Hedgehogs. That's the 2022 annual. I love that I didn't know what year it was. <laughs> I apologize to everybody who missed out on Star Wars 26. I didn't catch it in time before the scalpers cleaned us out. Oh, no. But you can get... You oh, can is get it the Han covers. Solo's dad or something? Oh, fucking no. I saw like three inter- d- so inter- different articles about Han Solo's dad, so I assumed that was the comment. That was the one. I think it's dumb. I have one, I have one customer that gets it that I think is going to get shorted for it, so I think I'm going to cancel one of these scalpers' orders. Just... Tell them to go fuck themselves. Yeah. Um. Anyway, fuck scalpers. It's so annoying. Uh, I just didn't check because I was like, the the industry's in free fall. There are none of these people left, right? Oh no, mm-hmm. there are. Every week they're still doing it. <laughs> they're literally like, every week. Come on, week you this have book them. is gonna be worthless in two weeks. Stop it. Uh. No. Oh well. Anyway, Star Wars: The Mandalorian number two. Speaking of which, buy a hundred copies. It's got the first appearance of Grogu in it. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Anyway. Is it really the first appearance of Grogu? Yeah, it is. He wasn't in the first one for some weird huh. reason. Wait, so why, the scalpers don't want that one? Isn't that weird? Yeah. It's very strange because, I mean, this one is so massively overordered, and it's the fact that it's just a rehash of the show. Right, right. There are two things. This is one of those books that, like, I know how this is going to go down. Uh, one and two are going to be worthless for a year. Maybe less. Maybe six months. Once all of the copies are gone off the shelves, people are going to be like, yeah, but like that's the first appearance of this character who was really important. And then they're going to realize that they should buy it, and then it's going to go up in price. And it's it's one that inflates later on down the road. Mm, to buy it now. <laughs> Before it happens. Mm, uh, and I do... Windfall. I would like to apologize to everybody who subscribes to Strange, uh, because... We got totally hosed by Diamond last time. Um, Strange number four. We didn't get copies. They were on our invoice. We were like, hey, you guys shorted us. Please ship us copies. They, We filled out all the stuff and blah, blah, blah. Sent it in. And then, like, last week, I got an invoice that said, here's a refund for Strange. And it was like, yeah, but none of my fucking people got copies of it. You just didn't send it to me. And it's, this has happened before, but not before pandemic. (laughs) Like, Mm. this is a thing that's been happening since the world ended, since everything, since the world has moved on, in the words of Stephen King. Uh, Yeah, it's not great. But, Mm. uh, so apologies. It really isn't my fault, but I still feel bad. Yeah. we got Swamp Thing 2021 Trade Paperback Volume 2 Conduit. Nice. This is a wonderful story. This is the new vessel for Swamp Thing, whose name I can't remember. But this is the Ram V story. So good. So, so good. Definitely belongs in the in the world of Swamp Thing. Uh, Tales from Harrow County Lost Ones number 4 nice. is out. We've got the real Ghostbusters, Kenner uh, Ecto-1s, 
Ooh, yeah. I saw that over there. They're that fucking expensive cool. as hell, but they're so cool. Oof. It sucks that they're 70 bucks, but they're so good. Damn. Um, Toilet-bound Hanaku. <laughs> Hanuku-kun. Sure. That's, yeah, you say it. But, uh, yes. That's vol- the one I researched, because I was like, 15. what the fuck is toilet-bound? Yeah, but it's-, it's like a demon that's stuck in a toilet. <laughs> so weird. Yeah. Course, why not? It's, like a, it's basically like Harry Potter. It's weird. There you go. That makes sense. Yeah. You know, when put in that context, finally I can understand it. It's the story was I, we explained it in a previous podcast, but uh, but yeah, previously uh, on I'm actually comics, we found out that Toilet Bound Hanukkah is uh, Hanukkokun, however it's pronounced. Yeah. Um, was there's like these demons that are stuck inside this school, and one is in a staircase, and one is in a toilet, and there are some others I can't remember. But the one on the staircase is the worst one because if you step on that stair, you just die. There's a staircase in this school, and if you go down the stairs, if you step on one stair of the staircase, you just die. No, that's it. You just I'm die. Ju- I'm telling you, that's basically Harry Potter. Yeah, you know, like. Everything in Harry Potter is like, oh, yeah, this one, oh, this sucks all the bones out of your body. It's like, <laughs> stop putting children in this fucking school. Yeah, yeah, why, why are you there? That's I mean, like, seriously, that's, that's, uh... aside from the transphobia that's going on. Right. Let's... <laughs> and also the fact that the children just shit in the hallway. I, we they don't need do? That. <laughs> so once, uh, once she decided that she was going to go full-blown insane and deny the rights of trans people and all these other terrible things that she does... She also started making these insane proclamations where I she was like, Oh, and the people in Harry Potter, they don't have they don't use the toilets. They just shit in the hallways and magic it away. What the fuck? Yeah, so I don't know if that was supposed to be a joke, but uh it doesn't fucking matter. She's insane and I don't care. Yeah. Uh she you can did. still enjoy Harry Potter, but you yeah. know, let's face it, we probably shouldn't I, I say you shouldn't give money to her, but it's like when someone's a billionaire. Yeah, I was gonna say who like, gives a yeah, shit yeah, yeah. what you're giving to them. You're not giving them anything that's changing their life in any way, shape, or form. Supporting their art is like, I mean, I can understand wanting to take a stand against it, perfectly fine, but I still think it's like, come on. Yeah. What there, can what can you do to change the life of a billionaire with your purchasing yeah, power? Yeah, it would be like, I'm not going to buy Batman comics because Bob Kane stole from exactly. fucking <laughs> Hal Foster. He refused you know, like, to paint, paint my fence. I don't know, you know, like, whatever. No, but, uh, I was specifically like the early Batman stuff. Every single panel is, is traced. Nice. Yeah, like he, he the, fucking Bob Kane invented fucking nothing That's except awesome. for like his Batman was like he had like a red suit and like uh, like a domino mask. Like he was like <laughs> everything that's it's specifically yeah, yeah. and cool about B- Batman is from Bill Finger. Finger but yep. yeah, anyway, whatever. Uh, trying to keep it comics, you know. Sure, True Cavalt. Uh, I didn't get this one. I didn't understand it. I didn't read it, so I don't know. It's, uh, it's true cult, but it's spelled in Trivu the, it's spelled in a black metal way, which yeah. for some reason. Yeah, it was like something where uh, these it, two. Is it about black metal? Is it no? About, like, it's about Satanism. Okay, sort of. Uh, the, these two characters who may and I flipped it and didn't read it. Read it, so I don't know, but may or may not be boyfriend and girlfriend end up with this artifact that belongs to the Satanists and then the Satanists want it back, I think. Okay, sure. That's my take on it. I don't really know. It could be wrong. There was an episode of The Simpsons like that recently. Oh, really? (laughs) Yes. Hmm. 
And it was, I watched a like one of the most recent episodes of The Simpsons, and I was like, this is pretty good. Huh. I found this fucking, they go to Scotland and Bart steals a goat from a Satanist. <laughs> okay. And they have an adventure where they try to keep away from Satanists. All right. I was like, mm, that's cool. Okay. Ultraman graphic novel, volume 17. Oh. It's out. We've got Ultra 7, Mystery of the Ultra 7, number one. I forgot to read it. I um, wanted to. I will say, uh, aside from the fact that this is better than the first Marvel series, will be my first thing to say, because mm-hmm. there's more, like, actual, you know, crazy, you know, Japanese monster stuff going on in it. Uh-huh. Uh if you want this, you really should be reading Red Man instead. <laughs> Red Man is such the better version of what this comic is doing. This should be number two. Um, and then number three would be the original Ultraman series. And honestly, probably number one should be Red Man. Number two should be the, the mangas. And then number three should be <laughs> the Marvel series. Marvel series is fine. It's yeah. just Red Man is so far superior to this marvel is just ip farming it it's true but but it's stupid because why would like why would you make something that's so a bunch of dumb dudes standing around talking about nothing when you could have them fight a bunch of cool monsters because the people who are making it don't understand why it's cool yeah they're just like hey make this it looks like this Oh, okay. I've never seen it before. Let's just have them stand around and talk. Because when you read Red Man, it's like three of the biggest Ultraman monsters show up in the first three pages of the first issue. (laughs) It's like jumps right into the action and it never stops being about monsters fighting people in spandex costumes. That's what it's all about. Anyway, Undiscovered Country number 20 is a comic and I like it. Uh how about Universal Monsters? Oh, this was cool. So we got these guys in. It's the uh the Universal Monsters bendy oh, yeah. figures, but they did a creature from the Black Lagoon and instead of going with the classic version of it, it is straight up the Monster Squad version. It is absolutely the version that was designed for that movie, which it doesn't say it anywhere, but it is very clear that it is that. Cool. Pretty cool. Um, yeah, so if you want that, check that out. Um, also, speaking of Universal Monsters, we have the uh, the Mummy accessory set. They, they've been releasing the Universal Monsters. They just released the Mummy in both regular and black and white. And this one comes with like a sarcophagus and a crazy... A bunch of accessories, and it's very cool. So, enjoy that. Seriously, how good is that fucking comic? Bob is again reading uh, Rooster Fighter. I cannot stop reading Rooster Fighter. This no, it's like I'm going to grab one and take it home. I, I'm so into this thing. I'm buying two fucking books today. I never, <laughs> I never take stuff home. And there are two things today that I'm like, these are just fucking brilliant. Oh, so good. Anyway, uh, Usagi Yojimbo number 30 is out. Walking Dead Deluxe number 45 is out. X-Force number 30 is out. Mm. Um, We've got uh, X-Men number 13. This is the first one with that new team. Yes. Very cool. Uh, And we've got... uh, And also there's a Predator variant that James Stokey did. Ooh, nice. 
whose name I still don't know how to pronounce. Stoko? I think it's Stoko. Stoko. Uh, and we've got... Uh, oh, sorry, I keep leaning on that thing that beeps. Uh, you know, Casio watch? <laughs> yes, it's our fucking... It's our <laughs> scanner. It's our hand scanner. Uh, X-Men 92, House of 92. Uh, cool. Yep. And this one I'm actually very excited about. I like this team. I want to read this comic. Uh, X-Men Unlimited Green... Did you read it? Did you I flip through it? Yeah, I don't know what it is. I, I assume I flip through it and I don't. Either. When they say unlimited, that usually means that it's direct to digital first. Yeah, because that's, that's how that Wolverine one yeah. that was so good was, and that one was like one of the best X Men comics I've read in forever. So this is not I have that high good, hopes of that. But so, you know, this is more continuity based, uh, current continuity based than that oh, Wolverine, which could have been from any era. I just of love X-Men. the fact that Sauron's in it. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 an interesting team. Like I like seeing him back for some reason. I just thought, because I was a fan of the the '90s cartoons. So oh, totally. Having him in it is pretty great. I um I when I saw the cover, I thought it was Artie, but it's not Artie. No, it's not. It's not Artie, and so I was disappointed. No, it's like, it, it is someone who does look like an artichoke, though. So you could imagine him being called Artie. Yes, I guess at this point in continuity, Artie is probably no longer a child. Oh, good point. Because Franklin I mean, Richards is like almost eighteen, so who's like, the? It's Artie and Leech. Yeah, yeah. Those were the two Exterminators. Yeah. Well, they were X Factor, and then they yeah. spun them into Exterminators, which is they apparently going to be a comic coming out. Yeah, soon. it is. It's coming out soon. Yeah, they stayed children for a very long time. Yeah, it's weird how that happens. Like certain ones stay children, but then certain ones like age artificially, and it's yeah. kind of like how it is. I guess I that's know, the deal, it's, man. It's, it's comics. That's how it goes in comic books. All right, we went so long today. Yeah, did we? Uh, yeah, we're like an hour and 12 minutes. <laughs> oh, wow, well, yeah, it's night. Oh, oh. Right. I still got to make a video. Yeah, so uh, so that's going to be it. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, follow us at I'm Actually Comics on Instagram. Buy stuff from CoastCityComics.com. Follow us at CoastCityComics.com. Listen to the horror podcast, the Funbox Monster podcast, at Funbox Monster. Uh, and uh, do all those things. We appreciate it. And uh, thank you to Covered in Bees for the theme song. And uh, what else do I always forget? Um, other things. Yes, thank you. And we'll see you next week. Good night. Bye. Bye.